It is the NBA draft, and with the 19th pick of the draft, the Golden State Warriors selected Brandon Pajemski from Santa Clara. Locked On's NBA draft coverage is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NBA, and they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. Trust us, you won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. Now with that, let's bring in our host of Locked On Warriors, Cyrus Satzas. Cyrus, tell us honestly, how are you feeling about this pick? Not great. Uh, and it's great to meet you, Jordan. Thanks for having me. Um, and I, I want to endorse the, the Bird Dogs Tumblr as well. I love my Tumblr. Uh, but regarding the pick, uh, I'm not ecstatic. Um, Brandon uh, Pajemski was the pick. Um, it, it's not a huge surprise that the Warriors selected him. A shooting guard out of Santa Clara. He's 6'5". Um, and an and unusually effective rebounder uh, for a player his size. Um, but there's a mystery regarding how well of a player he is defensively. Um, his first season in college was not good when he played in Illinois. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and the most concerning thing or the most disappointing thing, at least for me, and at least in gauging the, the, you know, the temperature in the room on social media from dub nation, I feel like they're disappointed as well is that there was a, a solid player available, uh, in cam Whitmore from Villanova. Um, he's six, eight, two He would have been exactly uh, the type of player that the Warriors need. The Warriors are a very small team. They're desperate for an inside presence. Um, and they, for some reason, you know, Cam Whitmore fell uh, in the draft. Um, he was available at 19. And the Warriors went with a player that at least I feel like, and from my research, it, it seems to confirm this, they could have traded down. And this is a very deep draft. Uh, you know, you've, you've seen teams like the Nuggets, making trades to get extra picks in this draft simply because the next two years, all indications are there's going to be a, a lack of, of talent in these drafts. It's going to be light. So teams are really being aggressive with picks this year. And the Warriors had an opportunity to do so to trade down a few spots, still get the player they want, also get another player or two. Uh, but instead they went with um, Brandon uh, Pajemski. And so here we are. Yeah. So here we are. Right. And as you mentioned, you're not overly impressed a uh, combo guard here, right? And it's been a day and I want to get to the day that Dub Nation is having, but how does he fit in with what this roster looks like now with an aging Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, now Chris Hall, we'll get to that. But how, how does he fit in? Because he's what you got, at least for now, um, right. with this current roster. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't envision him playing much this year. Uh, you, you know, he's he's a shooting guard. The team does have a lot of guards. Uh, again, part of the disappointment with this pick is that the, the Warriors need size. They're desperate for size. They Right now, you look at their front court, they have Kevon Looney, who's 6'9", and when he was drafted, he was drafted as a small forward. You have uh, Draymond Green, who is is 6'5", without shoes. Um, and that's pretty much it. You got Patrick Baldwin Jr., who was their first-round pick a year ago. That's another player that many consider to be a disappointment, uh, given he was projected to go much lower in last year's draft, but the Warriors took a gamble on him with their first round pick at number 28, I believe. Uh, and, and, and so here we are again, a team that needs, that has a lot of needs primarily in the front court and they go with another guard. Um, look, the, the, the bright side for this pick for Brandon Pajemski, I don't want to be like completely negative <laughs> is that he is supposedly a lights out three point shooter. Um, I think that's the, the biggest appeal for him. He's a phenomenal, uh, uh, he has a phenomenal shot. Um, and again, like for someone who's 6'5", and for someone who pl who plays the shooting guard position, he's an exemplary rebounder. He averaged over eight rebounds a game last year, um, which certainly I think stuck out to the Warriors as, as being another reason. But 
for a team that still wants to be in world championship contention, there were players out there who could have contributed legitimately this year. And the Warriors went with a player that we're likely not going to see much of this season because he is young and because he plays a position that is just backlogged. There are plenty of other shooting guards and wing players on this roster. So I don't know how he's going to fit in much this year. Um, you might see him playing a lot uh, in Santa Cruz, the Warriors G League affiliate. And that's probably what's, what you're going to expect. Talk to us a little bit about now what this roster looks like with the addition of Chris Paul and just what at all you've been dealing with with the offseason <laughs> trades yeah. and everything that's going on uh, in Golden State. For yeah, Golden State. no, yeah, this has been a busy day because uh, you're right. It, we started the day with, uh, I don't know if you call it a blockbuster trade. It was a big trade. The mm -hmm. Warriors got Chris Paul. I mean, he's 38, so he's at the tail end of his career. Um, but the, the move was made for a couple of reasons. It was made... One, because the Warriors, and I don't know if this is Steve Kerr, I don't know if it's, this is Joe Laca, but somebody on their in their front office slash coaching staff has really wanted a veteran point guard to back up Stephen Curry for a few years now. The team uh, previously pursued Goran Dragic. Uh, the team previously pursued Patty Mills. Um, this last season, they were trying to uh, 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 add Patrick Beverly, um, and they've swung and missed on all these potential acquisitions uh, in terms of veteran point guards who are sound with handling the ball, running the offense. Um, and so so this fills a need, or at least a want, that the team has wanted for a very long time, sorry for the redundancy, uh, in getting Chris Paul, a veteran who plays defense, who's incredibly smart. I mean, I don't have to describe Chris Paul to you. I'm sure you know how good of a player he is. But, but the, there's besides the fact that you move on from Jordan Poole and that egregious contract of his, I mean, he's without the bonuses he was going to make, I think, 123 or 127 million over the next four years. I can't remember which number that is. And that's a lot of money that that is committed to him. Um, but he also was a bit of a locker room distraction. I know that's weird to say, given he was the one that got punched by Draymond Green last year. But we also saw Stephen Curry uh, get ejected during a game for throwing his mouthpiece because of being frustrated toward Jordan Poole. And then we saw how uh, how mediocre his performance was in the in the postseason last year playing for the Warriors. So the team wanted to move on from Jordan Poole, uh, and they were able to do so while simultaneously getting the backup point guard that they really wanted in Chris Paul. Um, now, does Chris Paul make the Warriors a, a championship favorite? Does he make them a legitimate contender? No. Uh, it, the Warriors still have a lot of needs, but what Chris Paul's signing does do, uh, besides the fact that you're, you're no longer uh, tied to Jordan Poole's really expensive contract, is it also um, pretty much cements Draymond Green coming back because Draymond and Jordan Poole, them, them yeah. staying on the same team together was not going to be conducive moving forward. So Draymond's likely going to come back. Uh, Clay Thompson, who's who's wants a contract extension, by bringing Chris Paul in, maybe now um, you can negotiate with him and Draymond for slightly lower amounts than what they were originally asking for, uh, you know, buying into the whole team concept, making sacrifices, and... Um, Chris Paul can be a valuable tool for uh, recruiting uh, other free agent who you can only get on veteran minimum contracts. Uh, Chris Paul's popular. He he knows a lot of people. Um, other players like to play with him. So he can hopefully help the Warriors get uh, veterans to round out the roster. And next year, the Warriors can can sign him to his final year of his deal and then trade him for someone else who they really want uh, because they're so far over the cap. And I believe Chris Paul is scheduled to make 30 million next season. You could trade that 30 million and get a player who actually could be useful for you so that salary slot is not wasted. Um, but again, he doesn't 
his presence will not give the Warriors a championship. It's a piece. It's a step in the right direction, but I feel like there's still a long ways to go for the team. Long ways to go. Um, and right, I mean, offseason's just begun, as has the draft. So appreciate your insight for more yeah. on the Warriors. Make sure you subscribe to Locked on Warriors, the Locked on Warriors podcast, wherever you get your podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day, Cyrus. Much appreciated. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jordan.